Hey ladies and gentlemen, this is Nate with Silver Spring Inc. and I am here at the Highwood Theater uh, after their run of August Osage County. Um, and we're kind of just going to do a post conversation about the play and mostly the experience that uh, Highwood went through uh, putting on the play and kind of what this means for their programming going forward and even talk with some of the young actors from the show and what the experience was uh, having these conversations and portraying these characters. Uh, so again, I'm Nate, and I'm joined by... My name is Layla Edwards. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and who did you play in August, Layla? I played Maddie Faye. Great. Thank yep. you. <laughs> uh, I'm Kevin Carney. I'm uh, the executive director of Highwood, and I also directed August Osage County. I'm Matthew Nicola. Um, I was kind of the head of Active Minds' portion of uh, the production, and I'm also the studio performance coordinator here at Highwood. Great. Um, so just to kind of lead things off, so my first experience with you guys playing this song was uh, Kevin, you and Sarah invited me to check out one of the rehearsals. Um, and I kind of showed up and saw Matt and you were working with the actors and some of the active mind uh, representatives were there. Uh, and Layla, you were there too. Um, so why don't the two of you kind of share with the audience, the people that, like I was there, but why don't you guys share kind of what was the typical... Uh, structure of the rehearsals and kind of what went on there in that process? Um, well, for the first few rehearsals, it was kind of just getting the actors a little more um, accustomed to having active minds around, um, just getting more comfortable in their presence. So we ended up starting with a few um, small group discussions before the rehearsal actually started. Um, we invited some of the main characters, um, particularly the Weston sisters, um, just because some of the issues they dealt with were, were a little more um, intense and complicated than some of the other characters. Um, so we kind of just gave them an hour or two to talk through their issues and what they wanted to learn more about these issues with Active Minds members there. Um, and then after that we usually did, for the first few rehearsals we did some role-playing, um, presented some different role-playing scenarios like um, if somebody in your family is dealing with a pill addiction, how do you confront somebody like that? Or if you have a friend who's depressed, how do you try to help them? How do you try to um, really get involved in the problems without intruding. Um, and then some of the other rehearsals um, close to the show. Um, the last one we actually did, uh, bingo. It was involving a bunch of different um, topics and statistics. Um, we passed around some postcards. Um, it's part of the Active Minds' national program for um, post-secret, where students post or write um, certain messages about different issues they're dealing with. Um, or certain things they want to say about mental illness in general. Um, so a lot of different activities that kind of represented what the characters were dealing with, but also things that were applicable to the actors' own lives. Nice. Um, so you mentioned, like, for talking about some of the issues and the themes for people that didn't, because the run of August is kind of over here at the Highwood. Um, I guess they could check out the movie if they wanted, but the play is better. Yes. I think we all kind of yeah. went and agreed on that. Uh, but so what are some of the issues or themes that run throughout the story that you were talking with everyone? What issue isn't portrayed in the show? <laughs> um, it covers pretty much anything you can think of. It covers depression, it covers anxiety, it covers addiction, it covers abuse, it covers so many different areas. Suicide. Suicide, um, even signs of schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. Um, and there's so many, what, what we found so interesting was that a lot of the characters are dealing with these issues, but they really don't acknowledge it and don't really realize it. Um, so the actors really took it upon themselves to kind of get into the characters' minds, like, why is my character feeling this way? What may be going on that they're not expressing 
directly to each other. Um, so yeah, it covers so many different areas, and that's kind of what lended itself to Active Minds' involvement. Um, it covers family issues in such a realistic and very scary way, um, and also just, even though the play doesn't, it probably was not written with the intention of um, presenting issues in an accurate light, I feel like the, the characters are written in such an intricate and realistic way that it, it's impossible to avoid discussing those issues. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, so, and Lila? Layla. Layla, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I'm fine. Uh, so what was that experience like for you, or can you kind of share just your intro to this production and uh, well, what that was like? Well, before I... Um, I joined the production like mid rehearsals because before that I was doing I was the stage manager for the show called Other Desert City so when that wrapped up I joined in August and um, I, I don't remember my first rehearsal but um, I remember the active minds they were so helpful oh my god like um, we did this, I remember we, like this one Saturday we just we did this exercise where we had a paper and um, you try to like have a conversation with someone while someone's like talking to you through the paper and it was just and I was kind of like what was that schizophrenia and it was really scary I just I thought it was scary to go through life like it was really distracting and it was just hard to keep up conversation and we what was the thing with the um we were like we were in groups and we had to it's like portray uh intoxication yeah so just different role playing yeah nice. role playing and things like that and it was really it helped me kind of get in touch with my character and how to deal with other characters and things like that and I think what was most effective was that um, even though your characters weren't dealing with it directly you kind of learned how somebody would respond to something like that yeah um, so it was kind of just toying with the dynamics of if you're placed in a situation like that how would you react but also how would your character react to say their mother who's trying to defend their pills or dealing with suicidal thoughts so different things like that kind of give you a whole different perspective on the issues yeah what Matt said <laughs> cool um so Kevin you're you're a little quiet over there you haven't gotten a chance yet uh so what was the um thought or the decision making behind Highwood to take on this production to coordinate with Active Minds and and maybe even we probably should have done so earlier. This was my fault, but uh, for people who don't know, can you give a brief description of Active Minds and the work they do? Yeah, yeah. So I got asked that question a lot about <laughs> how did I decide to do this show with the kids? And actually, originally, um, when we first thought of doing August Osage County uh, within this whole season for us is about the human network and our stories, our emotions, how we interact with each other. Uh, so August Osage County fit perfectly in, within that, and we were originally going to do it with uh, our professional actors. Um, and then uh, I got to thinking, and I got to talking with Matt about uh, Active Minds, which I'll describe in a second, and, and it really, um, it just seemed to fit better um, with us to have the kids do um, this show, which it's an extremely heavy show, but... Um, because here at Highwood, we really like to challenge the kids and give them give them work that they're really going to get into and really take on as a challenge. Um, it seemed to really fit, and and also in line with all of these high school students are going through um, or being exposed to 
these themes from the show on a daily basis, whether it's at school or through the media, TV, video games. Um, and they are the ones even sometimes more so than adults that are struggling with this, struggling with how to comprehend this, how to deal with this, how to deal with other people in their lives who are dealing with it. Um, so we made the decision to um, do it with students. Um, but of course, then we had to address all of the issues of, okay, how do we accurately portray all of these conditions with students? How do we educate the students about all of these uh, conditions so we're not just throwing it all on them? Um, and luckily, Matt has a relationship with uh, the Johns Hopkins chapter of Active Minds, uh, which is sort of where this all started. Um, and a Active Minds is a national organization that uh, works to start conversations and reduce stigma around mental illness, and they do that through um, hundreds, I guess, of college and high school chapters uh, at the various schools. They have chapters that lead events and, and uh, do outreach all surrounding uh, mental illness. Um, so we uh, we decided that you know what what a perfect way to help the students and uh, do this show by bringing in other college students who are either going through these things or know about these things. Um, and so it started with the Johns Hopkins chapter, and then we got uh, George Mason, Marymount uh, University of Maryland uh, involved as well. And and yeah, I mean as as Layla and Matt have said, they made they made a, a huge difference. I think in allowing uh, the actors to just delve into the roles as as much as possible and not be scared away or intimidated by the challenges that their characters are facing, um, but really take them on and learn about the challenges and learn how to accurately uh, portray them. And I think a lot of the actors would also say that um, it, it, it helped them in real life too, um, to the extent that they are going through some of this or hearing about some of these issues. Um, I think it, it, it helped them to understand it in this light and understand it through these other characters. And I think also following up on that point, um, a lot of the actors felt well, we, we strive to make this a comfortable space for them to talk about these issues and not be afraid to bring up um, any discomfort they have or any um, experiences they feel like sharing that are they want to um, share with everybody at, um, at our rehearsals. Um, so we had a lot of um, discussions just to make sure that people were comfortable about these topics, but that also if they ever experiencing any of these issues, they're always free to reach out or talk to their friends about it because... I mean, Highwood is all about community, and I feel like this show kind of reinforced that. Everybody feels comfortable in each other's presence, and we're all just one big family, so. Great. Um, yeah, I think that goes back to earlier, um, Kevin, you were kind of mentioning, like, the stigma or, uh, in a, like, incorrect assumptions um, and cliche, like, uh, inaccuracies, and I think one of those is that high school students or young adults of that age don't deal with or are protected or isolated from these issues and is that something that you felt like came like the inaccuracy of that statement came through through the rehearsal process yeah I mean I think definitely and also in the performances um, because I'm you know I think that the parents of the students had sort of a unique perspective on this because they know their kids better but but other you know adults or other people coming to see this show I I know because I heard from them that you know they were not expecting what they saw they were not expecting the depth of understanding that these students had had with um, 
these issues. And yeah, I mean, I think definitely, definitely through the rehearsal process, but even uh, through the performances, I think it really opened a lot of eyes to what high school students really can do uh, and the material that they can take on and also just how they can uh, understand all of this and do understand all of this. Um, and want so, to understand yeah, it more. Want to understand it, yeah. It all took such an interest in all these different issues and it was kind of amazing to see. Um, really, every time we brought up something that was um, unique to the conversation or something that we'd never really covered before, um, people just always asked more and more questions about it and wanted to um, find out ways that either they they can improve their understanding of it or kind of improve um, or reduce the overall stigma surrounding it. They really just wanted to facilitate the conversation. Yeah, and, and I think they really cared about the conversation. Uh, you know, there was never, there, there, there's so many things in this show that could be made fun of or could be laughed at or mm. could be portrayed in a silly manner like someone wandering around the house drunk or mm -hmm. something. Um, and, and really there was none of that and I think all of these students were really committed to uh, doing this piece justice and doing it accurately and really legitimately cared about uh, sending a message through the piece. Um. Did I say something now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jump in. Um, Cut someone off. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Well, what Matt said, I didn't tell everyone who was coming to see my show, I told them literally nothing about the show. About the show. Like my mom asked me about it, and I was like, no. Because I wanted there to be like some kind of suspense, you know, element of surprise, so they wouldn't know what to expect. I love that, you know, that kind of fairness factor. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, um, with Kevin, like what Kevin said, Active Minds, they helped, well, let me rephrase that. So in school, I'm, I'm not in high school, I'm, I'm in eighth grade, I'm still in middle school. We don't, like, in health, we don't talk about mental health. Well, we do, but we don't talk it, we don't go in depth about it. We don't talk about things like depression, suicide, schizophrenia, things of that nature. And they just say, oh, mental health, blah, 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 blah. Like, mental health is not being happy all the time. And I feel like, I go to public school, so I feel like there should be some better representation in schools because a lot of people deal with mental illnesses and no one knows that. Well, not, not a lot of people know that. And I think that could be better. And um, Active Minds helped educate me more mm. on that. So and it turns out that um, a lot of people in my life have dealt with mental illnesses or mental health issues. And Active Minds helped me kind of... Process. That. Yeah, process that and try to help them gotcha. in any way I could. Yeah. And I think what Active Minds and other organizations like NAMI do, they make you realize that you're not alone, that there's yeah. so many other people who are dealing with these issues and that they're real, but there are resources and so many different organizations that can help you through them. Yeah, I'm wearing my bracelet right now. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's another thing to mention is that yeah. uh, the Montgomery County chapter of NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, was also involved in this production um, mm. and led a talk back with the audience and the actors after the Saturday matinee performance. Um, that was also a really unique experience, I think, that was good. Um, yeah. yeah. Can I ask you a question, Layla? Of course. Uh, you mentioned that you didn't tell anything about your mother about the show before oh. it happened, uh, which I didn't know about. But can I ask what her reaction? I mean, I, I talked to her. I know she loved it, but <laughs> did she say anything in particular about what she was expecting versus what actually happened? Um. Well, she wasn't happy with my cursing. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that I always play drunk in the plays. Uh-huh. And, um, well, she thought it was really good, and 
like we my uncle also came to see the show so we just kind of had like a big discussion about it at home and we, she was talking about how it helped her i was like telling her about the active minds and what they did so i think she got it took, like she walked away with a better understanding of mental health and i'm gonna go into a little thing here um i'm african-american and i feel like african-american people especially um they we kind of dismiss mental health like it's kind of like they like they prayed away, they try to pray it away, or they just like oh go to church or something. They just dismiss it, and I wanted her to understand that it's real, it's happening. People have this. People you know have this. People in our family have this, and I felt like she did walk away with that, and I'm glad that she did, so she can have a better understanding. My mom, she's kind of a little old fashioned, but yeah. I mean, one of our <laughs> long term goals was to make the actors comfortable with having the discussion with their parents and make the parents also having that conversation with their kids. Because as we talked about in rehearsal, a lot a lot of people just feel uncomfortable talking about these topics with their yeah. family because it's either it's dismissed or it's just something they don't want to talk about. Yeah. Like they feel like this is something that's totally inappropriate or not worth mentioning. And I feel like this production has opened up a lot of eyes to realizing like this is necessary to talk about. There are people suffering out there. And people want to have their voices heard about this subject. Yeah, and I think also letting, showing people that there are other people out there to talk to about this and who want to have this conversation. I think, you know, I, I know one parent I was talking to after the show, the conversation started by she was telling me how, you know, she she saw the show three or four times and, and after every show she was still incredibly moved by it. But then the conversation went to that it, it, it made her think about her own family and her own experiences and really um, put, I don't, I don't know if it's closure, but just some comfort that people are willing to talk about this, other people know about this, other people are going through this, the family on the stage, but also all of the families in the audience. And I think it, it, it's, it's really cool to hear that. And obviously I'm, I'm thrilled to hear, Layla, that it, it started a conversation in yeah. your family, and I yeah. hope I hope it did that in, in yeah. a lot of the families. I mean, that's also. what we really wanted, and it's, yeah. it is pretty cool to hear that. And that's why I feel like it's important that a place like Highwood really undertakes a mission like this, because I feel like so many people don't realize the importance of mental health, yeah. especially among teenagers. Teenagers are probably the crowd that need it most. Yeah, and there's a lot the of stigma around usually. it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's interesting. So, like, part of my background is I did go to an art school which involved some theater instruction, some acting instruction. And one of the things you commonly hear or were, like, a quote there was that, like, acting is not therapy. And there's value to that, and that's true, but there's also this aspect of, like, I wouldn't say what you guys were necessarily doing was therapy, but it was, like opening up the conversation it was still like an incredibly important tool and something that is unique to theater and art to get people to ha open those doors have those conversations that maybe lead someone yeah. to therapy or not needing yeah. therapy to just know that there's like an acceptance or, or whatever well, but, I think theater is just knowledge I think that's what makes it so much more accessible than film in some respects I feel like actually seeing these characters in front of you and, and to some extent the audience just feels more engaged in the show. They feel more engaged in what these characters are dealing with. And I feel like what they take away is some more grounded and realistic perspective of what life is actually like with these issues. And I feel like because theater kind of is knowledge-based for both the actors and the audience, that it, it's, it's, it provides the most perfect avenue to, to discuss mental health. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like 
right now, media in general just gives such a bad rep for mental health. Um, I mean, as we discussed in like the posters we put in the lobby, um, therapists are portrayed as like neurotic people. Um, people are labeled crazy. Um, and it really, it just perpetuates this idea that people who deal with mental illness are not normal people, that they're yeah. just different from everyone Compromised else. Compromised or whatever. Yeah. It's like a modern Scarlet Letter kind of situation. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like with theater, I mean, seeing humans in front of you, I mean, they are people. Mm. They're not just um, an other crowd. Um, yeah, that was something I was, like, just to the point of the conversation, I was uh, blown away by when I kind of first entered, when I entered the rehearsal, you guys were amidst the discussion, the opening discussion part, or one of the exercises, and so I just kind of sat back and watched, and these, the actors had so much more to contribute to the conversation than I expected, or even, like, you know, it was not one of those cases where it's like you can tell, like, oh, this is the fledgling of the concept or the idea that, like, once they're more of an adult or, you know, like, when I've had these similar conversations with adults, you can see the evolution of that thought process or anything, and, and, it, and it wasn't like that at all. Like, they were um, very articulate, and some of them had more experience than adults I've talked to on the issues, and it kind of shows even, I think, that the conversation abroad in the wide public consciousness is so infantile that for a high school student or, or middle school to be on an, <laughs> to be having the conversation and be more insightful or on the same level as some adults it just shows like maybe that's also articulating an issue there of how that conversation just stops or is not existent I definitely agree with that I mean we really the active minds and we really didn't have to do much to get people to talk mm. I mean these the actors were just so ready to talk about these issues and it was just amazing to see how this the discussion kind of just went in its own direction for an hour or two i mean if we just sat there we could talk for days about this subject and obviously we just had to get to rehearsal at some yeah. point but i mean I, I i definitely agree with that i feel like there is such a, a gap between generations especially in how teenagers are more comfortable talking about these issues and wanting to actually make them known to people and on the other end, there are adults who kind of just want to brush it away and not really want to confront them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it really, I mean, I, I just, even today, got an email from a student saying, next year we better pack our season with depressing shows. Because <laughs> oh I think they, they, they enjoy and, and get a lot out of doing shows like this and really feel um, that it, it is part of, at least some of these kids, part of their responsibility to help educate um, themselves and others. Themselves and, and others, yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of the goal of shows like this. To It's really thought-provoking, and you want to get people talking about it. I think it's just the goal of any show, to just get yeah. someone to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. And, um, like, kind of learn from, from, kind of learn from the show. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice to have that conversation around theater. I think a lot of production sort of miss that there's so much in the in the show you can't take it all in and comprehend it in in one sitting but yet you're forced to okay lights come up you applaud and you leave um but being able to talk about it and continue the conversation from the show i think is really important and good and i think what's unique about august osage is that it really it leaves such an amazing impact on you and it forces you to think like nobody 
I can assure you that nobody left the theater without thinking about this subject after the show. Mm-hmm. Everybody I've spoken to, they've just been blown away, and, and I'm sure they're still talking about it because these issues are just so relevant. And I mean, the things they see portrayed in front of them, I mean, it, it's just so frighteningly, frighteningly realistic that it's impossible not to want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, the show is definitely about the, you know, the social issues and the characters yeah. and their engagement rather than a sort of like story. There's a story there, but like, I, the story progresses so fast and a lot of it happens off stage where it's like probably 20% of the show is like just the story structure and the rest is, you know, watching his characters. And, and something interesting that, uh, someone mentioned at one of the rehearsals is that they don't use any of the terminology or labels amidst during the show. Like, they don't say... No one is accused of having anxiety or depression. I think the the addiction is, you know, thrown around and, like, pushed there, which is very obvious. Um, Almost everyone on that stage is addicted to something. Uh, But it's, it's much more, like, gets into that topic of painting these individuals as people and you know fully rounded um and that the issues are are there and present like they are in life they're not just this label that you can push away or comes out kind of thing it's always there yeah um i feel like like what matt said the show is so realistic like a lot of people i'd say a, a good chunk of people have people in their families or people that they care about who have mental health issues and like in the play no one says oh you have schizophrenia mm-hmm. no one says that it's just not it's there but no one talks it's taboo and i feel like that's just that applies to real life because no one talks about it and like if your parent has some kind of mental health issue you're not going to talk about it it's taboo you feel uncomfortable and yeah well and i think it gets into the um kind of the science on that end of itself where it's like they're they're developing they have these labels for the different issues but it's like less and less is known about what causes them or treatment and stuff like that and it, you're really just getting into like they are just definitions and are definitions like helpful in the actual process of, like is it more helpful to like not have a de- definition and just like talk about it and I think one thing with mental is- issues in general is that they are so catered to the individual like yeah. two people that deal with anxiety deal with it in completely or have symptoms that are completely different and stuff like that to where is that label even appropriate yeah. well as we discussed in the rehearsal process like there's so many different symptoms that are characteristic of all these disorders and they're kind of just all jumbled together and so fluid that it's impossible to really like nail down what exactly people have in most cases and i feel like that's kind of represented in the show um like, it's so hard to pinpoint what exactly these characters have because you can see a little bit of different disorders in each of them. But I feel like that kind of also just speaks to real life. Like, it's just because somebody has depression or anxiety doesn't mean that they don't have something else or don't may not even have depression or anxiety itself. Maybe something created by it. Um, it's, it's just so, it's so difficult because the science is... We're beginning to learn more and more about how the brain functions and what um, how chemical processes alter... Um, this mental cognition and stuff, but uh, it's still such an, a difficult topic because, I mean, there's so much ground that needs to be made, and yeah, I mean, there's so much there's so much more that needs to be learned, and it's kind of just filling in the gaps right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the cool things about the rehearsal process, because we did start at the beginning by 
you know, outlining all the different disorders, you know, what is depression, what are the symptoms of depression, what is alcoholism, what are the symptoms about, you know, going through all the different things. And so that was sort of the baseline, that's where we all started, but then as you went through the rehearsal, you know, you could just see the more the actors interacted with each other as characters, the more we got input from active minds, it really did develop into this, you know, mix of all these different things that all the different characters were we're dealing with and, and watching you know them go from just lists of symptoms that they were trying to portray to really becoming the characters on stage and, and being able to do that. And it became less about identifying which character is dealing with what illness. Right. It was right. more just right. showing which characters were dealing with different issues. Yeah, so. and in fact that was one of the challenges because when we first started discussing this there was everyone's instinct was to go through, okay, Violet is dealing with these five Mm. things, Ivy is dealing with these four things. And we did really quickly find that we couldn't do that because number one, it's impossible to tell. Number two, you know, yeah, probably all of them are dealing with some form of depression or are depressed in some way. All of them, as you said, are addicted to something. Um, And yeah, so it it really, you know, not not trying to diagnose the characters, just trying to figure out and, and develop the characters. I kind of like how in the show mental health isn't like um isn't talked about because I feel that that like kind of leaves some like to kind of leave something to ima- to the imagination for the audience so they can kind of um they wonder can, how it could have been prevented. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's I mean as we talked about um some one of the actors made a good point that it's, it is a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. It is a tale mm-hmm. about what happens when families in particular don't want to address these issues and don't want to seek help for it because um, a lot of these family members see each other struggling but kind of use their own illnesses against them they use it as ammo for oh you're weak you're this you're that mm-hmm. and um, at the end of the day they're all weak because they tear each other down but they mm-hmm. could be so much stronger if they just built each other up yeah. well and I, yeah and I think it's also cautionary in, in showing it doesn't have to end this way. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, the, the ending of August Osage County is not necessarily what you would desire. It's not what you want necessarily to happen. But there are obviously tons of families that, to some extent, you know, do get into similar situations where something blows up, something, someone breaks, and you, you end up with a big situation. But it, it doesn't have to stay that way. It doesn't have to keep going downhill. It's, you know, it's never too late to. Yeah try to help or try to get help or in some cases even just talking about it mm-hmm. um, and I think that's also one of the things that you leave with from the show because you're so dissatisfied in some ways by the ending of the show you want to you're compelled to go out and talk about this stuff or try to make a difference um yeah, I mean, well, well said. And I think what's kind of interesting there is how they use, you know, how they portray it without coming out and saying it, like in all the elements. Like there, they use the, the literal like, everyone in that family, every member of that family, is basically on different corners of the continent of America or whatever, and they're definitely using that literal distance to evoke the emotional distance between them. And I think that's the real how that ending can hit so hard is it's like you don't have to be eight hours away from your family to like have that distance there like some people can live very close or in the same place as their family but that distance can still be relatable um 
are there any other questions that you guys want to ask of each other? Like I thought that was cool earlier and that might be kind of a unique opportunity if you guys had some. I don't necessarily have a question. I just want to talk about Active Minds a little bit more. Sure. <laughs> um, um, so Active Minds, they asked me in particular, um, especially Matt. Matt just would not leave me alone. <laughs> and I knew you, you had this potential in you and I knew you wanted to learn more about it. Well, they kept asking me these really difficult questions, like these hard-hitting okay. questions, and I didn't know how to answer them. So what were the questions, if, if I can ask them? Um, you don't have to answer them, <laughs> but maybe just know I'm trying to think. Matt asked me so many questions. I think one of them was like, um, they kept asking, like a lot of people kept asking me to describe my, relation, my, my relationship with Violet, my sister, my face sister, and... The relationship, I feel personally, is really difficult. They're emotionally distant. They're like together, but it's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. Well, there's there's <laughs> unspoken tension between. Yeah, them unspoken that tension. That's a good way to put it. In the show, yeah. but that's at the root of it. Um, and, and talking about questions, that was one of the interesting things for me directing this show, which I was not used to. Is I also got by the actors got asked a lot of questions about the characters or about the show and a lot of things that, you know, even though I had read over this piece dozens of times and had lived through all the rehearsals, I didn't know the answer to, you mm. know, half the things they would ask me about the show or about the characters. And um, it really just goes back to how realistic this show is and, and also the, the way we chose to do it. But so much of it was developed organically through all this help we had and support we had from all these active minds and, and all these other people but um it really was there there was there it, it, it's impossible to sort of micromanage and overly direct the show a lot of it just has to develop mm. uh, which was interesting for me and, and and quite a switch switch from you know certainly a lot of musicals or other things where you do have everything all laid out in your head and you know exactly how it's going to look at the end and you you know get it to that point this yeah. was a very different process the show I did before August like the show I was acting in was uh, The Mystery of Edwin Drood mm -hmm. and it was like really happy you know <laughs> we were dancing and singing and it was great and then I get to August and it's all this depressing stuff and I'm just like oh <laughs> <laughs> but then what 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 was your feeling as an actor when the show ended uh, because I know that's at least after Edwin Drood there was ironically a lot of sadness when the oh, show yeah. ended because so all fun. these right all these big happy moments all these friends you made yeah. whatever that was ending but i'm curious was it the it struck me it was a little different for august but you would know better um well drood i was pretty sad at the end of both shows because they were both over and um well say the question again <laughs> i know just what was your feeling at the end of the um, show at the end of August, I was kind of, I was glad that it was over because, oh, I had so many lines. <laughs> it was really long. But um, I was glad that it was over because I felt like we kind of got people thinking yeah. and they wouldn't, I, I, I hoped that it was a show that people wouldn't forget yeah. and they would try to talk to people about this and try to like learn more about it and like reduce that stigma. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, try to get I rid of that well stigma. Spoken, and I think I think that was the same for me, honestly too. I I was as weird as it sounds. I was glad it was over because I it was think an emotional it, roller coaster. It, it, right, it was an emotional roller coaster, and it and it's it it served its purpose. It accomplished its goal, and we got the message out there. And you know, you you can't 
I don't know how um, you know when this was playing in New York I don't know how they did it night after night after night oh, after wow. night after night but um, you know because it yeah it, it was it, it, it was a relief um, and so that that was interesting um, but yeah no I definitely agree something that you know none of us will forget yeah. we have those memories mm-hmm. <laughs> but to brag a little bit Jude was like the best show I've ever done in the Highlands I'm sorry <laughs> love it. I love Jude and that was the one that had the potential of, like different endings yeah. oh yes. yeah oh that was uh, I got to say who the murderer was sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was it literally had hundreds of different possible endings uh, yeah. the, that the audience picked <laughs> Um, and I would and screw him up sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Misinterpreting One light cues. Yeah. <laughs> we had it, uh, yeah, what they're talking about. We had it color-coded because some the way our theater is set up, there's really no backstage. And so the audience would vote on these slips of paper. And somehow the stage manager, who is really out in our lobby, had to get the <laughs> message to the actors, which decision had been made. So it was all... Uh, we had a specific color for each decision, and, and one of the lights turned that color. Yeah. Uh, but there was occasionally some discrepancy between mm. orange and yellow. <laughs> so. I will never forget poor Porter's face when he realized it was oh. <laughs> Right, so that's <laughs> But no, that, that was a lot of fun. That I'm sorry, Porter. <laughs> I mean, I just have to say from my end, like, I was emotionally invested in this show. Like, this yeah, show meant so much to me. <laughs> yeah. um, and I guess just, just actually seeing it done was different when I expected but it was so much better because I feel like I just seeing how people really reacted to it and really took an interest in I mean that alone just made me so happy about it because that that was what we wanted the whole time we just wanted people to I mean not necessarily be happy by the end of the show but at least like leave with some sort of message and I feel like we kind of accomplished that goal in a much better way than we could have ever imagined so I commend the cast for taking on such a huge challenge because I can't even imagine doing something like that. Yeah, like Tech Week, on the phrase of Tech Week, I was like, this show's going to be a disaster. <laughs> like, nobody, well, a lot of people didn't know all of their lines, me included. <laughs> and um, when the show like got together and we did everything with all the props and everyone knew their lines, um, it was... It was really good. I was really happy, and I could tell Matt was so proud. <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean, we also have to acknowledge the technicians oh, of uh, course. this oh, show yeah. with, uh, basically making a multi-course meal every yeah. show and spending <laughs> and hours washing dishes and literally hundreds of, of props and running yeah. water on stage. We broke so many plates. Yeah. <laughs> broken <laughs> plates. <laughs> and you're fiddling with a piece of broken plate. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a really great show. Yeah, yeah I was impressed uh, at this one point. Um, I think it was like after one of the dinner scenes and uh, someone, it was either like in between scenes, someone came up when they were signed up for the next scene, but they like put a dish over there and ran the sink, or like um, the woman who was, or the char- actress who's playing the like house helper uh-huh. character, Jana, Jana. Jana uh, ran the sink. I was like, did that sink just run? <laughs> like, I was like, that's a rough sink. <laughs> I was like, either incredibly impressed that that got done, or you guys went to that detail, or. Uh, incredibly worried for you that like someone just ran a sink I really love the cigarettes I really love the cigarettes like we had the oh, fake yeah. cigarettes yeah I, that was crazy I kind of stole one I for like that. Them to actually like, <laughs> souvenir. Pop out stuff. yeah I was just expecting to have the facade of it but it was cool yeah, yeah. we still had the cigarettes from damn Yankees and then <laughs> yeah, I was those, like those, whoa those were not as cool <laughs> 
Yeah. I was distracted longer than I want to admit during the rehearsal because, like, at first I saw it and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." The ends just kind of painted to look that way. I was like, "No, it's like dynamic glow." I was like, "That's all I try." Like, I kept looking, being like, "Those lights are shifting colors." And then on the show when it started puffing out smoke, I was like, "What is going on? Like, how do you fit so many things into this stick?" It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, the cigarettes were very cool. Tech was kind of amazing for the show, I will yeah. say, and the props. You guys ate very well. Like, I was pretty jealous sitting here smelling your food. Like, I was really <laughs> hungry. Well, I, I don't I mean, know how good it tasted. I the food it was wasn't not that bad. It was, it was not it that wasn't, bad. No, it really oh, wasn't. That's good. That's good. Did you cook it all, Kevin? Oh, God, no. You Nothing was cooked. Well, you guys had, like, uh, apple well, the pie. pie. The pasta was yeah, cooked. The, yeah, well, I thought the pasta was just to, like, salsa and, it. <laughs> Can we clear this well, up now? Cooked. Like, why did you cut eight slices of apple pie? <laughs> and there are three people on stage. No, I, so I didn't, like, know... I didn't know how many people were in the scene, and John had just started cutting the slices. Well, I see, and I, like, eight slices, and I'm like, okay, I... Are these people stress eating, man. Stress <laughs> eating. <laughs> yeah, the tech crew enjoyed the extra pie. <laughs> I ate, like, three slices. It was really good. Nice. Um... Well, one just, like, lighthearted question, since we kind of got on this topic, like, the technical stuff, I did want to ask, what was it like, because it was interesting enough, like, the young, like, high school and yourself middle school, I did not know that, um, that's crazy, uh, actors portraying these, uh, issues and these adult, like, disorders and stuff like that, but also, you were playing, like, a... 50-year-old woman? 57. <laughs> 57. I was 57. Like, uh, so uh, how'd that go? I mean, I know how when, like, it was, it was very amazing, like, how that transition occurred. Um, but what was the, that process like, wrapping your head around that? Um, for me, I just try to, um, try to, like, con- kind of, like, make, make, like, real-world connections, like someone I know who is like this, and I countless aunts <laughs> who um, are spunky old women not old I mean, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I, try, I just try to um, <laughs> try to yeah make real life connections so it could yeah. be easier for me to mm-hmm. yeah and I also think that's at least for some of the students that we have at Highwood that have done many Highwood shows that is something that's not unusual Mm. here at Highwood they're all very used to playing adults oh. and adult characters and and um, I don't know where I was going with that but I think a lot of them really enjoy that challenge and, and yeah I can imagine it does a lot of it come from connections in your real yeah. life um, and a little silver hairspray <laughs> but I feel like especially at Highwood like giving the actors the opportunity to really like embody I guess these adult characters it gives them so much more insight than it would be for like adults playing adults or kids playing kids because I feel like they just get so many different perspectives on different areas of the show but also life itself. Yeah. It, all, it forces you to really try to connect with people in your own life and consider so many different things that you wouldn't necessarily if you just played your own age. So I've never played my own age ever, Kevin. <laughs> I know, I know. That's a good, that's a good challenge, though. I'm always an adult. <laughs> yeah, you guys ran them through the gamut on this one because like, most of the characters were in their like... 40s or 50s close to pushing 60 in here and then the one character that was like middle school or high school age the granddaughter she was like 14 so whoever yeah. had to play her had to actually play younger <laughs> yeah. uh, so no one no one got it easy in that regard that was pretty funny um and I, I think to your comment like something's interesting it's kind of a commentary on the conversation itself of like you know high school and middle school 
age individuals are becoming adults or like discover you know defining who they are as an adult and stuff like that too so it it, however the logic it seems it's actually much closer to mm-hmm. home and if, if anything much more appropriate because you know it's something you learn more and more as you get older is like you fake it till you make it like adults are still trying to figure out what it means to be an adult or figure the, those things out and and if anything the characters in this play even in their ripe old age were still trying to figure out who they were yeah. and mm-hmm. define themselves so I thought that was great and why it worked as well as it did Cool. Uh, well, does a- anyone have any uh, anything they want to talk about? Any final questions or anything like that? Well, I just want to for life. <laughs> we have a screening of August Osage coming we do? in two weeks. Um, we're going to invite back the Active Minds members, um, bring back the August cast and their parents, um, have a short discussion afterwards, and have some pizza and dessert. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, we really want to continue this conversation at Highwood. Um, this production alone has proven that it's this conversation needs to be had and people can really have their perspectives change through theater. Um, so uh, in our upcoming season, we're gonna try to do um, maybe smaller projects involving um, mental health itself. Um, still exploring that option, but this is definitely something that's gonna continue at Highwood in the future. Great. Uh, Kevin, is there anything you wanna kinda add to that? I know one thing we talked about before was like, this was you guys taking a step towards like really delivering the content and, and the programming that you want. Yeah, to yeah, no, I mean, everything for next year is still in development um and yeah no we, we definitely want to continue this conversation and and figuring out the the best most effective way to do that um it, it takes a lot of thinking and figuring out and and i think the first step was getting through august um and seeing how that went and, and it went wonderfully and just yeah. further proved that you know we have to continue it and and yeah now we are definitely in the stages of figuring out you know what's next for next year and how we can keep active minds involved and, and, and keep this conversation going. Um, but I, yeah, we always welcome ideas. You know, if anyone we should do out Greece. there listening. <laughs> All right. Or hairspray. Um, so one thing I know you were talking about your future <clears throat> programming and, and items like that, but there are immediate reactionary steps that you guys take in as far as what you're offering and, mm. and having in the space for to continue this discussion is that something you want to mention here just for the audience yeah well I mean the the, the, the screening I guess is is, yep. is one thing the screening um, is our next event and we're hoping to maybe get some more um, active minds collaboration going on because as I've noticed and as the other chapters have noticed, after, so Actimines has like this national conference every September or October, and pretty much they exchange their ideas at that one time and then they never see each other again for another year. So everyone's kind of just off on their own. So I feel like, um, at least on that end, it'd be cool to host some sort of inter-chapter panel here, or inter-chapter forum to kind of just provide a space for these chapters to talk with each other, maybe um, a meeting every few months. So different things like that in addition to Highwood's projects. Cool. Lots of conversation. But yeah. but yes, for in terms of immediate things, uh, if you're a student out there interested in theater, uh, <laughs> oh get involved. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, beyond the mental health, it really is theater of any kind. But I think especially here at Highwood, we work towards forming a community yeah. and, and making a welcoming community. So uh, we always like people to join us, no matter who you are. Great. And is the upcoming screening, like, is that open to the public? How do people reserve? 
Uh, or, or not. Is that open to the public? <laughs> it could be, but there's a majority of people who have been affiliated with the show. But if people sure. want to bring their friends, I mean, they're more than welcome gotcha. to it. So it'll be a lot of fun. Cool. All right. Um, and then what about, I know right now the lobby is like just full of like materials yes. and supplemental information, stuff like that. Something you guys yes, are going to is something. Yeah, that, that, the lobby will stay like this through uh, through the summer. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, there are, there are hundreds of, of brochures of various kinds from Active Minds, from NAMI, um, some that we produced here in House at Highwood, some great posters and displays about mental health in theater and mental health in general. Um, so yeah, no, we, we are here during the day and the evenings. People should definitely stop by, learn more about us, pick up some flyers about mental health or us. Cool. <laughs> and if they want to follow up either by coming to the space or getting in contact with you, how's the best way to Best do way is through our website. We have a contact form and email addresses uh, all on our website. Um, and that's thehighwoodtheater.com? Yep, thehighwoodtheater.org. Okay, .org. Dot or, or, yes, and theater <laughs> is R-E. Gotcha. Thehighwoodtheaterre.org. Dot .org. Nice. Um, and then what about getting the, the materials if they want to check out those? Um, in the lobby, what's what's the uh, yeah yeah if, if if it's during our office hours, our business hours, which are on the uh, on our website, just stop by cool. uh, and come in, or you can always contact us and arrange a time if you uh, want to come by in the evening or on the weekend or something, because a lot of times we're here. Um, and yeah, no, please come by. I have to say there are a lot of cool events in store for Highwood. Um, so many different cool summer offerings. So musical Theater Intensive, which I'm directing. directing. Of course. <laughs> um, there's a summer musical that Kevin's directing. Um, so many different things. So there's so many different ways that people can get involved. And if, even if they just want to volunteer here, we totally welcome that. We want people to really participate in this community. Great. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, Thank why don't you. Why we just do one more time around the table, just everyone say goodbye and give a outro just your names again for if they want to follow up. Uh, I'm Matt Nicola. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, Kevin Carney, get involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Lila Edwards and signing off. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs>